Song two themes to Mikey Show. And now, it's Planet Mikey on Sports Radio 850 WEEI. <laughs> it's episode 64, Planet Mikey Podcast, marching toward a million downloads, thanks to you, the listening audience. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Pete Gustin. I'm sorry. Taped live every Tuesday in the homey environs of the Pelham Island Studios with Ben. Ben, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Oh, boy. It's going to be one of those nights. magic fingers of Bill Zamfir Smith, who has given up his hobby of blowing hard into a pan flute. I'm Mike Adams, your announcer, filling in for Peter Puller, who's in the bathroom. Taking care of business. That's the theme song from Pete uh, Pete Gustin. Yeah. What a kook. What a kooky nut. Pete Gustin. You know what he does now? Yeah. He's the voice of Fox News Channel. He's that big voice you hear on Fox News. Yeah, we were lucky enough to have him thing, uh, thing, to sing our theme song. Thing our theme song. Which now, and looking back on it, is, is really silly and gayish. It's the theme to the Planet Mikey show. I know. What are you going to do with that CD? Do you have a CD-ROM holder? Yes, I do. <laughs> Hi, Ben. Hi, Mikey. Shut up, all right? Stop oh, talking so much. Sorry. Good God, you're worse than... Uh, let me see. John Ryder. Oh, John Ryder. Uh, I have found some classic uh, drops from John Ryder. John Ryder yeah. was a little bit kooky. Yeah. He was on the Planet Mikey show back in the days of AM radio. Yeah. Uh, which was about 15, 16 years ago now. Something like that. Uh, Ryder, who didn't drink, you know, until after the show, sometimes <laughs> sounded like he was cocked yeah. when he was on the show. Uh, and I'll bring out some of those. <laughs> they're, they're really, they're outtakes of, uh, of John Delano Ryder. I wonder how he's doing. Does he swear on those outtakes? The clean family phone? Oh, no, one time he said, that's the flash, I'm John Cockhole. <laughs> he, said, he said that right on the air. And I'm like, why? How, what was in his mind? I don't, what, I don't How know. Did he get that kind of slip up? He was fun to work Cock-hole? with. Cockhole? Know, the thing is, you know, he was fun to work with. I worked with him for years. We had a great time. Then came Mutt. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh no. I won't, I won't go off on that. Oh, but Jesus. I won't talk one. I won't even mention that dill wipe. Did you the, ever uh, for the rest of the show? Did you ever uh, either deliberately or by accident say "fuck" on the radio on the air? Yeah, I, did. I think we have that outtake too. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty pretty weird. My first night on POP in Hartford, I said "shit" on the air. <laughs> Why? And the station was so compressed. Like if you, if let's say you were. Greg Dickerson. Now, and this you is a 50,000-watt radio station. Yeah. Millions and millions of well, people. Well, it wasn't millions, but it was big. Yeah. Hartford Station, yeah. certainly. It would pick up anything in the room. If a guy dropped an ashtray over in the corner, you know, you'd hear it loud and clear because of the c- compression. Yeah. So, so I had this contest on the air. 
It was na- name the DJ, name the WPOP DJ. If you get it right, you get tickets to Etna World Cup tennis. Wow. So you'd get the caller on the air, put him on the phone, and then you'd play the intro. Do, 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 do. You'd ask him a question. Okay, which one's it going to be? And they'd pick one. You'd press the cart that it actually was, whatever it was, and it would say the other name. Yeah. So I, I had the pot down. I, so the the volume on the cart was not up. So I said, okay, uh, Sally, uh, you're from New Britain. Who do you think it's going to be? And she said, Grease Man. And I, and I pressed the cart, and it was supposed to be, you know, another guy, you know, uh, uh, Lee Gordon. Lee Gordon. I had the Lee Gordon cart in there, but the pot was down. So I pressed the thing, and there's silence. So you hear, just from so compressed. So I go, shit. <laughs> it, and it goes, comes out of the air, shit. Like, because it was so, so. I'm like, oh, this is my first night on the job. So now they had a big hotline. There was no buzzer that went off, but a big light lit up when the program director, Dick oh, Springfield, yeah. was calling yep. you. So sure enough, I say, I hit the car, WPOP, I just got out of there. And no one knew who if she won or lost or whatever. And I'm like sweating. It's my first night on this great station. I'm like all bummed out. So the hotline rings. I pick up the phone. It's Dick Springfield. Dale was Dale Denver was my air name. So I go. Hello. He goes, Dale. I go, yeah. He goes, what happened? I go, I don't know. He goes, okay, bye. Hangs up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't know if he's pissed or he wanted to know what happened. But the, the conversation took like four seconds. For, and I was so nervous, but I didn't lose my job. So not that one. No, not yet. So I'm thinking of you, Sam Fear, because I drove by. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, Woonsocket, Rhode Island, which is a shithole. It really is. Geographically, you're all over the place with that lift mobile. Well, I got someone wanted me to take him to Woonsocket, so now I'm down there. Once you're down in Woonsocket, you got to pick up. There's people just always needing rides down there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a just a crappy little town. The first town you hit in Rhode, in Rhode Island when you're going across the border, Massachusetts, Woonsocket. Woon. In fact, Cat Stevens, did you remember the song he wrote about it? But I'm being followed by a wound socket, a wound socket, wound socket. You remember? He wrote a song about it. Oh, yeah. So I'm in wound socket, and I I saw a grave. It said Zamfir. As in, grave. The, like, the pan flute player? I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking, how many Zamfirs can it be? Well, only one name? One name. It wasn't Zamfir McGillicuddy? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Zamfir O'Reilly. So I'm thinking, that's the guy, the pan flute guy. We should get that commercial. We should get them as a sponsor and sell some uh, some CDs for, uh, for Fear Because yep. he's probably, probably having hard times right about now, especially if he's dead. Who the fuck are you talking about? See, you don't know nothing. No. You don't know nothing. Who? Google Zamfir and, no. and then get back to me. No. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. You're such a wise ass, Ben Kitchen. You can't take the heat. Google Zamfir and then get back to me with some facts. Ben has been assigned... Z-A-M. A mission. <laughs> P-H-I-R, right? Isn't it P-H-I-R, right? No. F-I-R. Are you sure? Yeah. Then put in pan flute, just to make sure we get the right one. Zamfir. Z-A-M-F-I-R. Put in pan pan flute. Pan. Bed pan flute. Pizza. There it is. There he is. There he is. Georgia Zamfir, Romanian musician. What's he got in his hand, Ben? A pan flute. A fucking pan flute. <laughs> That was a great. You can play on them and you can cook with them. And he was the best. <laughs> the best flautist. Yeah, did, did you ever hear He's him play? He's won't suck it. Did you ever try to play those things? No. No, it's not easy. No. He's Wait, alive. He is? Yeah. <clears throat> He's still active. What's he, 80? 
got to be almost 80. It'd be nice to get he's, him. He's a- probably dead. They probably missed his funeral. He's, he's, I'm telling you, he's buried 78 in years old. No, dead. <laughs> buried in Woonsocket. <laughs> so anyway, I, saw, I thought of Smitty. <laughs> Me? Yeah, because you're like, as good as he was on the pan flute, yeah. you're at least as, as good at, uh, as that on the uh, operations of, a, of a, an audiophonic uh, board uh, produ- production. Well, Mikey, I'm, what a you are the Zamfir <laughs> of production, except you're still alive. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> and weirdly, Mikey wishes you were dead, though. I know, I don't. And buried in Woonsocket. Be, you know, right. I knew a man you from Woonsocket. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> is back in the army. That's Something right. about a rocket. That's right. <coughs> when he got there, and they asked for his fare. All right. So now, so <laughs> we got that out of the way. I wanted to make make sure I mentioned that because how many people talk about Zamfir anymore? Or nobody? Yeah. No. What do you call a Zamfir? It's Zamphobia. I no. I am. I'm not oh, afraid of any pan flutist, flautist. Uh, the skin flautist. Get you know. I'm a little bit. Okay. So now. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's this. It's I waited this water. for that one. <laughs> it's this water. Okay, so yeah, I had two experiences. First of all, the headquarters uh, uh, of CVS is in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Did the, you know that the consumer value stores? The entire headquarters for CVS nationwide. Oh, is in Woonsocket. Is in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. I did not know. Yeah, and that's the only thing that keeps it from being a crapple, because it's a. It's not a. It, I'm just telling you right now, Lyft drivers. Probably try to avoid wound socket. You get stuck there. You get the three buck chuck going right around the corner oh. to the package store. He's going to the package store at eight o'clock in the morning. You know, this is what you get in wound socket. Do you get people going to the package store at eight a.m.? I'd like to extend an apology to our listeners <laughs> in wound socket, rather than apologize I, for our had, host. I'd like to apologize any, to our listeners who are drunks. That's it. If we had any in wound socket, they're they're gone after this. Oh, I see. Because I, I got to be truthful. Right. I got to tell the truth. Uh, so, and, and by the way, Cat Stevens did not write that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so CBS has their headquarters there. So later on, after I go from Woonsocket, I had incidentally yeah. to go to CVS myself. Now, if you're if you're a CVS customer and you have a prescription ready, they call you over and over again yeah. and tell you, "Hi, this is CVS. Yep. It's a recorded announcement. Your prescription for Michael." Is re- you know a different voice yeah. is ready. So I had a prescription ready, and th- and because they call so often, and I went back and I checked on this, there were eleven calls about that prescription being ready. Eleven of them on my home answering machine. Why didn't you just go pick it up? They're concerned about your gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I finally went there, and I said, "Well, no, you know what it is? It's for uh, you know what uh, psoriasis is? It's like a like a skin condition. I have a touch of that on both sides of the back of my scalp. Yeah. And you, uh, the shampoo, I buy the special shampoo. It takes takes care of it. So it's like that's what it was for. So I go to CVS. I get in line, and I'm behind three people. They only had one person ringing up. I'm waiting for like oh. 10, 15 minutes. That's always fun. I mean, you can get Chinese food faster, clearly. That's usually 10, 15 minutes as well. And the cashier didn't go... Bob, so, to the front. No. no. But this is in the back in the pharmacy. So I finally get up to the thing, and I said, okay, my name is Adams. I'm here for my thing. She says, okay. Uh, wow. She goes, your insurance needs to be updated, I think, your insurance card, because otherwise it's $334. Ooh. I said, I said, what? Jesus. For shampoo? It's 10 bucks when you have insurance. 
it's like a prescription stuff, you know. It's called clobetasol. Oh, and you yeah. put it on something. So, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Seriously? You, if someone didn't have insurance and they, they wanted to get this, it would be $334 for a 10-ounce bottle of shampoo? Seriously? She goes, yeah, yeah. yeah and no I'm one... wondering what our, our health care system in this country is allowing that? Trump is trying to lower prescription drug prices. Well, anybody would want it. I mean, yeah, are that's... you serious? But you know how long they've been getting away with that? But so wait, so the insurance company pays the difference? Yeah, and and what's the deal with that? So I give them ten, and the insurance company gives them three hundred twenty-four dollars. Yeah, and CVS gets that money. Insurance doesn't pay no difference. Whatever, did you? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like alarming. <clears throat> so here, okay, so now, so I, she says you got to go down there to the other counter and update your insurance card. I said, well, I've been dealing with this. This drugstore for five years, and my whole family does for everything, and you don't have any. So I go down, and I wait, and wait, and wait. She updates my card. Now I said, okay, so now I'm going to get my prescription and get the hell out of there. Right? I've been there a long time. Yeah. She says, okay, well, she has to rescan it. So, and she's on the phone right now. So have a seat. Have a seat. <laughs> what, what over there behind the other line of people who are waiting to be next? Yeah. When 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 is this new thing come out where? Customers on the phone are more important than the customer directly in front of you. Uh-huh. Except, oh, and how about? It's not just CVS; it's all over the place. Yep. How about train two people on the register so it goes twice as fast when Bingo. it's busy? There uh, it is. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So I said, "I go have a seat." So I, instead of having a seat, I was so irritated. I went back and got behind the next three people who were ahead of me in line again to get back to the counter where I originally went to get my prescription. Yeah. I finally get to the counter. And I say, okay, I wait, I wait, I wait. I get to the counter, and I say to the lady, "Yeah, I'm, you know, Adams and everything." She goes, "Oh, she's still on the phone." So, she, I walked out. I said, "You know what? <laughs> Screw the shampoo. Take the three hundred thirty dollars shampoo and shove it up your ass." <laughs> I didn't say that, but I'm thinking that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out I go. Now imagine if the CEO of CVS is listening to this podcast. And he he said, is. Too bad. And if he would say to himself, you know, I had no idea that went on in my stores. I'm going to fix that problem right now. Not one more customer is going to go through what Mike Adams had it's to go through. It's just common courtesy, happen. though. Yeah. You know, you don't do that to people. Yeah. Right? That's right. So I was pissed, and I, and I said, screw the shampoo, you know? I would have done the same thing. Walk out. I mean, that was it. The heartbreak of psoriasis. Yeah. <laughs> Bill and I were talking earlier about... <laughs> Mikey kind of looks like a snake yeah. lately. Yeah, scaly. Me? No, yeah. you can't see it. It's not. The, <laughs> no, I think something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Except on my armpits. I thought it was like on your face. No, no it's, it's, I don't have any of that going on. I know. I you know people have been some, slithering a lot. They yeah. have. Uh, they have uh, psoriasis, and it affects their arthritis and all that stuff. You know, Ugh. psoriatic. Or, I don't have any of that. I Maybe that's have, why it costs so much. I just have a little shampoo issue. I need uh, once every two months. Mm. For a week, sure. When I'm slumming, <laughs> so yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that. All right. and it, because you know, I speak the truth on this podcast. Everything I've ever said on this podcast is yep. true. Yep. I don't lie. I don't tell bullshit stories. But that was also enlightening, as, w- as well as entertaining. It, thunder and lightning. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, what is that? Oh, the, the, you hint, yeah, this copy uh. just handed to me from Ben <laughs> Kitchen, everybody. Yeah. Ben, you're right. Johnny on the spot tonight, aren't you? 
Okay, this is uh, about our uh, our friends at uh, uh, BetOnline.ag. Oh, dot ag. Our friendly sponsor. I got to tell you something. I've made a comeback, man. You and I both, Smitty, both bet the Kansas City. I uh, haven't Chiefs. spent that money yet. Well, I I did. I went and rebet it on, a, on a basketball. I'm making money now. I am making money, and I'm not going with this point spread crap because I mean a lot of people are really good at that. You know, against the spread, yeah. I'm going with who's going to win this NBA game. Just outright win. Yep. Keep and it simple. Sometimes it's the the odds are so long. You know, you say, well, it's the Lakers against the Cavaliers. Yeah, Lakers. And you know, if you bet a hundred bucks, you know, you're only going to make eighteen. You know, on your return. Yeah. But that's the way to do it because you know you know the Lakers aren't going to lose at home to the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, the Celtics have been on a roll too. Yep. I got them tonight. Now this is being taped on a Tuesday. I got them tonight against Houston. It's a, it, I'm inspired now, newly inspired. And I hate the NBA, but I like it when I'm watching the games when I have money on and it. And making money, yeah. So, <laughs> it's fun. What do you think the point spread's going to be? I forget now. I, but I already, I already placed that. So, But what I want people to do is get their, get take advantage of the bonus. Bonus? It's a welcome bonus. Yeah, it's like a you know, welcome wagon. Yep. This is like a welcome bonus where you go. Join betonline.ag, you get an account, yeah. you put in the money, whatever, let's say it's 100 and they give you 50%. Fantastic. Is it $50 or 50%? 50%. That's what I meant. So it's $50. So it's case. 50%, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So so you get the, you get 150 to play with, and it's just it's like free money. Oh, man. Betonline.ag. Uh Is there a a special code? Yes. We're waiting for that one. I was hoping somebody would remind me. What is it, it, Ben? CLNS 50. CLNS 50. CLN as in November. Yes. CLNS 50. And you put that in, you get the thing. And you get the thing. Yeah. And you get the money. So that's that's the end of that. I got a whole list of things. I mean, you know, I was in Florida, right? I got to tell you. I had such a good time. I was in Naples, mm. you know, and uh, with my Coast. friend Billy, yeah. who's my friend since I was 12 years old. He's got this beautiful place he built, his retirement home, you know, whatever. And he's right on this gorgeous golf course. How and old is Billy? Palatial. He's about my age. Okay. In fact, we're both down there playing for birthday. We have birthday the same week. Like 40? His is Valentine's Day. Mine's five days later. Okay. So we're old pals. We're playing golf. It's great. We had a great time. Um, and I just really miss it. <laughs> I've, I've been back like three days. I'm like, so oh, I want to go back. I want to go back down there and play some more golf. It's beautiful. Florida. Is, I mean, ma- is this a major announcement coming? No. Um, you moving in with John Dennis? No. No, no. He lives up the coast uh, from Naples. Yeah. But I, I'm saying to Billy, are there any strip bars around here? <laughs> like a, I don't know, nipples in Naples or something type of place, you know? <laughs> He said, "No, nah, Naples is gorgeous. Yeah. And yes, I'm, it is. I want to move there uh, someday. I want to move there someday. But you know, we can all move down there and do the podcast from down there, right at the beach. <laughs> it'll be it'll be fabulous. But I thought you guys might have be interested in, in the list. And I was thinking of all the people I've played golf with in my life. Listen to this oddball list. Mm. Comment as you wish. Okay. I have played golf with Peter Jacobson, who's so funny." He's Bill Murray's best friend. Yep. Paul Azinger, Gordy Howe. Hmm. He's he's passed away, sadly. Yeah. Ray Ferraro. In fact, Gordy, Ray Ferraro, and Louis Tian and I had a four uh, a foursome on the, in Connecticut. We did this, we did a special. And when did you guys golf together? We did this thing called 
greatest holes in a toughest holes in Connecticut. It was a TV special. Oh. And which one of them had the toughest hole? Of the, <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, Louis T. That's very funny on the golf course. I mean, hilarious. Yeah. Gordy was running around. This is back. He was healthy. He's running around, kicking up his heels. Hey, we had the greatest time. At some point, do you say to yourself? Look at me. Look what at this. am I I'm doing? I'm playing golf with Ray Ferraro, yeah. Louis Tion, and Gordy Howe in the same force. Yeah. And they were making fun of me, you know. Deservedly. Gordy so. told me, he thought, he thinks, Gordy says, you're a clown. <laughs> 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 no shit, Sherlock. Um, but Tion was blowing smoke from his cigars in Ray Ferraro's face while he was trying to putt. <laughs> so, you know, so Ray's like, geez, you know, because Louis smokes the big, strong Cuban cigars. Yeah. So Louis says to him, uh, he's coughing. He says, it's cool for you, man. It's cool for your signs. Your signs. He's, he meant signs. Yeah. He meant signs. It's cool for your signs, man. I'm thinking, what, what's he saying? Uh, but I played golf with Jose Canseco. Mm. Jonathan mm. Edwards. Remember the guy that sang? Oh, yeah. Sunshine, go away today. Yeah. yeah. He's I a played, Connecticut guy, isn't he? I played golf with him at uh, vice presidential candidate. No, no, John, that's John Edwards. <laughs> he was a douche. Uh, Jonathan, and the thing about Jonathan Edwards was the day that I played golf with him uh, at Marjorie Claproot's tournament in, in, in uh, I don't know, Newton or something, it poured the entire day. It was for charity, so they couldn't call it off. Yeah. So it poured. It was about 45 degrees and pouring, <laughs> pouring rain. And and this the song the guy sings sunshine you know and we did this I did this whole singing in the rain video thing where I was splashing through puddles we were soaked cold freezing ass it was the worst tournament experience I ever had but they got the money for the charity and that's the most important thing. <laughs> that's right buddy. that's important for the kids uh, Lenny Clark very funny to play golf with him you can't stop he's a nut yep Jim Calhoun who swears every time he hits the ball <laughs> you should hear him. You should hear Jim Calhoun. Unbelievably foul-mouthed when he's on the golf course. <laughs> and But the best golfer of all, of all those guys that I ever played with, you remember Vinny Del Negro? Yes. Vinny Del Negro. He's like a one-handicap, left-handed guy. Stunningly good golfer. Tremendous. Why did you play golf with him? Well, it was a tournament. Uh, you know, he was the Bulls coach or something. Just uh, right? okay. As after the fact, after he was, wasn't playing anymore. But you want to see a guy who can hit a golf ball exactly where he wants to from any distance. Unbelievably skilled golfer. Oh. He really should have made more on the tour than he ever did playing. He was really six foot seven or something like that. So that I'm sure he made plenty of money in the NBA. Yeah. So you guys play golf at all? No. No. I'm, well, my short game is good. But I can't. I heard that about you. But I can't hit the ball. <laughs> I have difficulty. You, I, I would like some tutorials. On hitting a golf ball? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's the greatest game in the world. It's a perfectionist sport. I'll go with you. I love golf. Oh, so I was talking, I was telling you guys about yes. the two, the uh, Woonsocket. Yes. In Woonsocket. Back to Woonsocket. I picked up two people in a row as a lift driver. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, and I don't want to be gross, but they were both smelly shit asses. Oh. They Al Rokered? They got, I, I don't know what they did, but they but they both got in the back of the car. And I looked, I checked the seat after, and there was nothing on the seat. But they they smelled literally like a sewer, like they had pooped in their pants. So they both had of them. Uh, bad hygiene. I, <laughs> I, can't even, I don't even want to describe these people or ever see them again, 
but two in a row. Do you have fabric seats? No. Okay. He's got leather. leather. Yeah, leather. Show yeah. him some respect, Bill. Jesus. Some, some armor Mike, off. what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I know if I had fabric seats, I'd be... I'm here to say if I had cloth seats, that would have been the death of me, those two shit asses. <laughs> right? In a row. In a row! Maybe one of them... Got in and smelled the other one. They knew each other. Are are you sure that the first one's stench just didn't linger? Nope. Yes, I am sure. I I opened the windows after the first one, and way wide, got the whole smell out of the car. Can you imagine having to do this for... Thank God I don't need this job for a living. I'm about this close to telling Lyft to cram it. Oh. Because they have given me no uh, driver-customer service. And here, you they can't be lose there. you. You're a perfect driver. You could be their finest spokesperson. Yet got a they, 5.0. They ignore you. Why, why is that? You get your own podcast. Holy crap. I got lots of stuff going on. I got a new job coming up on the 18th of February. That's right. Day before my birthday. Oh, man. I'll be 40. And, I'm, and I've got uh, I got the new on, on the Pike. Yep. 100 FM, the Pike. Mike. The best music anywhere. On the Pike. Mike on the Pike starts on February uh, 18th, the day before my birthday. My birth, your, you, birth, your birthday? birthday. <laughs> Are you going to sound like this when you get all the air? No, I'm not going to do oh. any of that f- fake, you know, top 40 sounding stuff. I did that. I did that. You know what? I, I've had enough of that. <laughs> I, I, I'll be myself at all costs. Yep. At any cost. What? Um, so what? I'll start the show with like, you know, um, hello. <laughs> This Mike, uh, here we got some tracks to play for you. Uh, I'm going to back sell everything. And uh, from the album, Who's Next? Uh, this is one of my favorite cuts uh, from uh, Pete Townsend and uh, 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 John Entwistle and, uh, and Keith Moon and that other guy. This is really, really a good track. Uh, what's the name of this? Baba O'Reilly. Okay, okay, so it's coming up for you. On the pike. (laughs) That's, I tune in. You would. I would listen, yeah. How could you not? It's engaging style. I'd be saying to myself, that's Mikey already. (laughs) You know, uh, the other thing is, um, the, the, Anybody, you've been watching this Iowa, from from this crazy Iowa, what's it called? From the people that want to run our healthcare? A caucus? (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the candidates were going, oh, my God, I love a nice caucus. <laughs> What's the matter? Nothing. Well, the women do love that. They all. Do. What's her name? Amy Klobuchar? Oh, she loves a good caucus. Seriously. Oh, and uh, Liz, I, I bet you wish she picked up some more caucuses Liz, in Iowa. <laughs> Liz, Liz Warren? Oh, yeah. Oh, the only thing better for her is uh, smoking the peace pipe. <laughs> uh, but the Iowa thing's a mess. Don't you agree? Yeah, totally. I, I mean, what, what happened? What oh. happened? They make this big stink about it on all the networks, all the cable networks. They network. want to run the economy. They got this. Iowa does? <laughs> yeah. No. It's Iowa. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Oh, no, it's not happening. For five, six, eight, ten hours, no one knew what was going on. Somebody said, hey, I got a great idea. Uh, let's develop an app. Uh, what could go wrong? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you so badly want to get Trump out, you... Resort to starting new apps and stuff. It's like, yes. why are you testing it out for the presidential exactly. election run? And it was connected to the people. So dumb. People who made the app are connected to Hillary. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. And then all the. All oh, the so memes. Bernie actually won then? Uh, probably. I probably did, yeah. And all the uh, Field of Dreams memes were coming out. You know, 
is this hell? No, this is Iowa. <laughs> it's like it's like oh my god! It was such and you're watching, you're watching, and these people were vamping for six hours. Yep, trying to well, we don't really know what's the problem. You know, it was That's ridiculous. fun to watch. And then you got New Hampshire now in full swing. Yep, in that, that little town of Dixville Notch. Yeah, there's three people live there. They're all named Dick. And the results should be coming in tonight Dixville. as we record this. <laughs> Dixville Notch. Three people, five voters, all named Dick. Oh God! So anyway, that's that's news of the day. Yep. That's going on. Uh, you know, I don't know who Ben's going to vote for. I got a feeling he's a closet Bernie guy. Yeah, I think so too. You know, he's just young enough to be a closet Bernie, Bernie can, guy. Can hardly wait. Socialism be great. Hey, and Ben, are you okay? How come nobody questions whether or not Bernie was a Russian asset? Bernie, he lived. Yeah, he went to his honeymoon there, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. What's the deal? He loves the Russians. He loves the Russians. Yeah. His best friend is uh, Igor Chapishlongov. But because he's a Democrat, nobody questions him. But, uh, you know, everybody else says, oh, Tulsi Gabbard, she's one. Uh, let's see. You, you should get Cooner on that. Trump must be one. Get Jeff Cooner all over that, will you? Could you get on that? Uh, he was great. He interviewed Bill Weld this morning. And Bill Weld said, oh, WRKO, I know this station extremely well. I remember the days of Charles Laquadera. And he, I, Bill Weld doesn't remember yesterday. Yeah, I, know. I thought, wait a minute, Charles Lockwoodera wasn't that WBCN? You think Bill Weld yeah. drinks at all? Yeah. You think he drinks? Maybe, maybe. Because you know, sometimes, and this is not to stereotype people. Sometimes when you see somebody, and their face is really red. Yeah. All the time, <laughs> the broken capillaries, like a howdy doody red. Yeah. You kind of think, well, maybe they, maybe they, maybe they've been drinking a little bit, right? Maybe. I mean, he, am I being unfair here? Your face is red a lot, but I know you don't drink anymore. No, Did, didn't he? So die? I wonder what else is going on with you. Well, I have psoriasis uh, just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> didn't Bill Weld dive fully clothed with a suit on into yeah. the Charles River to herald that the river was now clean? Yeah, look at him; he's still alive. Huh? Maybe that's what made his face red. Yeah. Looks like Swamp Thing now, so but he's much, still alive. I thought that was a cool thing. <laughs> Not the do. water; the embarrassment of having done that <laughs> made his face red. Now, you guys <clears throat> last week challenged me. In a really pathetic fashion to something that I knew that I would be able to do totally easily. Oh, God. And uh, you challenged me, and you, you you must have felt foolish walking out of the studios here at Pelham Island. Well, yeah, I think, you know, having three to five seconds of each song, you know. Oh, a, it was three, maximum. A, a donkey could figure out those And songs. I got them in one They're second. Beatles songs, for Christ's sakes. I got them in <laughs> Well, see, but the thing of the, the listeners have told me they like playing along at home when we do these games. They like to, they like to when they're listening, they're driving, you know, because we try to podcast between thirty and fifty minutes. Yeah, it's a perfect like commute type <clears throat> length of a podcast, right? Yeah, and there's games involved, so people can play. Oh, I knew that one, you know, and or they get it faster than one of us. How good is your memory? Yeah, see, uh, of what? What song is this? Well. That's uh, saw her standing there. What song is this? <laughs> You're such a dick. Um, you can't gotta give me more than. It's uh, Anna. Oh, very good. Come on, all right. This is not. No, wait a second. Oh, huh, the opening right, chord. We're, we're, we're not playing the really last week's redoing songs. last week's? I well, did them stop all. Stop it. I got an A. He's already forgotten them. Not what? <laughs> I, I washed it out of my brain the second I walked out the door. All right. Ben, you've got the more challenging challenge. All right. Let's see what you can do. Right. How many seconds do I get? Three? You get three. Okay. Ready? Right. Three seconds. 
How that stru- uh, strawberry feels. All right. Very good. Yeah. Very good. See, that's one one for one. Right. Wait, right. hold on. What was that? That wasn't nothing. That was nothing. That was the Planet Mikey thing. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on a second. I got to see that. Our listeners only got to hear it. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I was like Joe Cocker having a spasm, That was wasn't good, I? though. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, hold on. I know the song, obviously. It's, it's. Do you need to hear it one more time? Y- yeah, oh, go ahead. <sighs> <laughs> Why? Well, I thought you were supposed to play the first three seconds of the nope, song, not just, the middle. Just three. Oh wait! I wanted to, you said you knew every Beatles song. He and did. That's every, so I took. But that's changing the context. I took. How? It, I said how I took long, three seconds from no, a Beatles song. I said oh. how long would it take me to identify the be, the, the song and what? the first three seconds of the no, song? No, you never have qualified uh, it with yes, first three seconds. Smitty, Mike, tell him. You Smitty. sound Mike. You sound like a Democrat. Tell him though. <laughs> tell him if that's what. No. I, I'm siding with Ben. Will you just guess something? I'm uh, bingo, Ben. I'm on Ben's side. I'm thinking. Yeah. He has his eyes closed. He looks like Yoda. Just guess something. Thinking. Just tell. Just tell me the answer. Guess something. Now, we, just guess but, something. Anything. Something by George Harrison. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but see, if you had started the song at the beginning, I would have said. I would have said something by George Harrison. But no, you put the guitar solo in there, which You're damn right I did. Fifteen Mike. different songs. Hey, you wanted to brag about yourself. I mean, did, did I know it was George playing? Yes. Play the other one. Go ahead. I'm, God right. damn it. All right. All I mean, because right, right. come on, ready? Ben. you ready? You ready? Don't Smitty, look. Ben. Don't look. No, I'm sorry. I'm not look. looking. I'm not looking. <laughs> you, do you know what it is, Bill? I do, yep. Okay. Hold on a second. You were totally changing the contest on me. Seriously. Not at all. Fight again. All right. <laughs> this pisses me off, you know. I think that's Billy Preston playing that piano. Come on. <clears throat> that would be Get Back. No. No, because he played on that, too. Oh, it's, uh, uh, it's uh, you know what it is? It's, uh, come on. Together now. People at home better get have this by now. It's uh, Come Together. Oh, there you go. Okay. But see, the thing is, again, this is not fair. I mean, you take three seconds out of the middle of any Hold song. Let me it's ask not the, the judges. same as having the beginning of the goddamn song. Let me song. ask the judges if it's okay that Mikey whines. <laughs> it's not the same. Uh, it's a totally be... different contest. I never oh, said I geez. could do that. Here he goes. Here he goes. All right. Here we go. Put nice. words in my mouth. Here we go. Bastards. <laughs> oh, that's easy. That's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, in my life. There you oh, go. See, I mean, come on, oh. you, you know, pricks. Martha, my dear. Oh, wrong. I mean, no. <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, Blackbird. There you go. So I knew it was a white album. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's uh, John Lennon singing. Um, Give you a little more than three there. Uh, Need it again? Yeah. A little bit of vocal. Yeah. That's a good clip. Uh, 
I, I, I know Bill knows it, and he so badly wants to shout this from the rooftop. Nobody ever loved me like you love. There you go. you she done me good. Don't let me down. Do I get credit for having said don't let me down earlier in the show? No. I need a fix because I'm going down, down to... Uh, Mother Superior jumped the gun. Happiness is a warm gun. There you go. There you go. Happiness. Oops. Oh, that's easy. I feel fine. There you go. See, is that all of them? If you started them from the beginning, I would have gotten every single one right again, Ben. Oh, well, I thought you knew all of them. <sighs> I never heard anybody complain so much. After, but seriously. After bragging you, so much yeah. about knowing all the I Beatles I do songs. know them all. Oh, Jesus. I do. I just, if you drop someone in the middle of a pond, yeah. they don't know which pond till they swim to the shore. <laughs> that, that was, that's his theme to uh, his lift stories. Please, please, please me. There you go. All right. Birthday. Twist and shout. Yesterday. Okay, this is last week's <laughs> shit. Okay. So, so, you guys want to talk a little baseball? Baseball. Do you mind? No, I think baseball would be good because, well, the pitchers and catchers are reporting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're reporting. Yeah. Uh, what are they reporting? They're reporting to spring training. Yeah. Uh, they're not Dixville, New Hampshire, reporting on those five voters. They're down there in Florida reporting for duty, sir. Well, yes, sir. <clears throat> no results yet from that uh, New Hampshire I can't, primary? I can't wait to find out. <laughs> I can't wait to find out if Bill Weld beats Donald Trump for the Republican nomination. Might happen. Um, they've announced today, though, this is Tuesday, the uh, 11th, I believe, of February when we record this. Yeah, for, it is. Dro- for yeah. droppage on the 13th. Yep. Yes. The... Ron Renicky news is he's going to be the interim manager of the Red Sox. Is there anything more, I don't know, embarrassing than having the title interim put before your managerial job title? I don't know. Interim manager. Yeah. Now, not you good. know about not this good. guy. Give us the history of this guy, Ron Renicky. I know everything about Ron Renicky. Everything. He's, yeah. He's got a brother who played in the major leagues. Gary Renicky was the, in the Orioles for years. Yeah. Right-handed hitter. But Ron, uh, Ron Renicky, the guy who's going to be the interim manager, yeah. mm. uh, was a left-handed hitter, and he sucked. He was like a 237 lifetime hitter. I think he spent eight years in the big leagues and had 17 home runs. So he had two per year. Wow. He sucked. He was a, a filling outfielder and a pinch hitter. Yeah. And I'm going to say this, and not, this is not out of contempt for him because he was obviously a better player than any of us three. Yeah, sure. But he sucked. <laughs> he couldn't hit. In the context of all the other Red Sox. Well, he and Good his brother. Thing, the Red Sox aren't asking him to hit. Well, no, no. He's going to be the man, the interim manager, which is sure. uh, they're asking. Terry Francona couldn't hit. They they asked him though. They said, you know, are you good at banging on garbage cans? Can you bang <laughs> on garbage cans? Or, or he said, I don't know. I wasn't that good a hitter, but I, I could try. <laughs> He's from West Covina in California. Oh, nice place. There are other ball players from that very town, that high school, that he played for. With it. his brother played there too. Obviously, his brother. They're brothers. They they were going to go to the same high school. So Gary Renicky, Orioles, Ron Renicky. I, I guess he was drafted by the Dodgers. He sucked. He's going to be the interim manager of the Red Sox. And other players from West Covina uh, include uh, 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 Rick Aguilera, oh, former Rick. Red Sox pitcher. Yeah. Remember him? Sure. And uh, a guy who was born in my hometown of Manchester, Connecticut, Jay Johnstone. Oh. Also grew up in uh, California, played for West Covina. A very long career. High right. school, uh, Jay Johnstone. 
Yeah. So I thought I'd throw those things out there before I really, really rip the Red Sox for, for this Mookie shit. Nice. Oh, Mookie. Useless information, yeah, but thank you. I saw a highlight reel of Mookie today. It was pretty impressive. The Red Sox are a mess right now. Yeah. Why? The cheating scandal, A. Sure. B, they let one of the great players in their franchise history get away, yeah, sure. which I don't totally disagree with for David a lot of Price. reasons. David Price. <laughs> <laughs> David Price, who is... I'm going to sum up his Red Sox career. Softer than puppy shit in a warm rain. Oh, oh man. He sucked. And I never liked him. I really didn't like him when he started crapping on my friend Dennis Eckers. How did you feel about everyone starting to give him a pass because the team happened to win a World Series? Yeah. And he, he pitched well. I'm not knocking him for okay. it. How would you feel about that? Well, for $30 million a year, you should at least pitch well once in a while. Sure. And that's what he finally did in the playoffs after having a horrendous record of, of underperforming in the playoffs. Da- David Price... Kiss his ass goodbye and see you later. I can't. I I hated the fact that he was ever on the Red Sox for one second. It just really offended me. And then he double offended me when he ripped the Hall of Famer in the way that he did with Dennis Eckersley. So that's true. But the Mookie thing. Now the debate on Mookie is: Do you pay? Do you pay someone for twelve years? Four hundred and twenty million dollars. No, I don't either. I say, see you later. Yeah. It's too much of a risk. What if he blows out his knee? What if he had a car accident, breaks his neck? And you still have to pay him. And you still have to pay him forever and ever and ever. It's the worst investment in history. Don't they write don't a clause in there that if you know if you should become injured, you only get, you know, there's a cap? Well, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how, I guess, he got injured. If he had a clause that said you can't ride motorcycles, and then he crashed the motorcycle, that'd be one thing. Mm-hmm. But guys, you know, I mean, Roy Campanella, you know, he slid into a pole somewhere and was in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Yep. And, and you... you and we're talking about minimal money back then. We're talking about with a guy like this, $35 million a year for 12 years, $420 million. The Red Sox were bought, I believe, by John Henry for $700 million. Mm-hmm. And this guy wants 420 to play? Well, think about it. The Fenway Sports Group is, I think, worth like $6.8 billion. That's the group that owns, you know, it's John Henry, yeah. Tom Warner. It owns the Red Sox. It owns Liverpool. and The team's probably worth $2 billion, Yeah. right? I mean, as a... a by itself. Uh, so he buys the team for $720 million, and this guy wants $420 million to play one position out of no. 30 on the team. You know, it's insane money. And I'll tell you what it's doing for me and for baseball. It's making me not like baseball. Oh. And I love baseball. My entire life I've loved baseball. But I'm starting to get to the point where I don't want to even root for anybody. What's ruining it for you? The money. It's, it's insane money. The president of the United States makes he makes two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, I think, or something like that, right? A guy, you know, uh, Bruce Springsteen does a concert and he makes a million bucks. This money is ridiculous, yeah. and and the David Price money was a perfect example of that. But the Mookie thing is, president sad. makes four hundred thousand. Yeah, that's right. If you were baseball commissioner, Whatever. what would you do to change things immediately? <laughs> what would I do? If you had ultimate autonomous well, power. You can't go past the players' union. That's the problem. What I would do is I would if I, I would say – I would tell people, you know, you, you can not pay these guys. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll find guys to play baseball, and they'll be pretty good. But if, if somebody comes along and they want 40 40- So you'd collude with the owners? Uh, uh, no, I'd collude – I'd tell them, you have a choice. Mm. You have a choice to not pay these guys. For a while, your team's going to suck, but you're going to get your own farm team. Players are going to come up, and they're going to be great. And and you got to change the structure of this thing because it's not just the ticket prices and the baseball, you know, the, the TV contracts and all that stuff. These players are out of hand. Mm. When you think that David Price made $30 million a year, a million dollars a start, 
$120,000 per inning, $10,000 per pitch. And you're going to say, well, can't we find a charity to give some of this money to? It's unbelievable that they're not. I don't know. I hate. I hate it. And I've written a song about Mookie, if you don't mind. You've written a song. Yeah, I was thought we'd close the show with it. What do you think? I, now you've piqued my interest. Well, it's not that interesting. Well, it's. Uh... it's <laughs> I just warm up my voice. You got a, uh, like a spittoon or something? I got a phlegm ball. I just spit right on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh. Buddy the dog. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this is a song that's dedicated to. The whole concept of mookism. Thank you very much. In the cool of the winter when baseball players think about their money. John Henry made an offer and the agent said he thought that that was funny. The agent says no, he's got some plans for big bucks. John Henry stops and says, That sucks! Fans are kind of crazy when that Mookie money deal falls through. Woo! He always kept us guessing, we never seemed to know what he was doing. But if the Dodgers looked at him, it was for sure the Sox were gonna get a screw in. Mookie wants coin, but just how much makes us ill? He wants 12 years, 400 mil. Mookie's fucking greedy, and he's gonna be wearing Dodger blue. Mookie! This is the part where you got time to walk down the hall and take a big fat Dodger blue dump. It's probably going to hit 40 home runs and hit 350 for the Dodgers. That's probably what's going to happen. You know, of course, it's going to happen. 42 million, 420 million. I mean, who's got that kind of money? Jesus. All right, let's wrap this up. Ready? <laughs> If you believe that Mookie playing for L.A. will make you cranky Remember that it could be worse if Mookie was a traitor on the Yankees Just like Babe Ruth, we all know this one will hurt I guess I'll sell my Mookie shirt Baseball makes me crazy when a Mookie's wearing Dodger blue.